Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Clocked In with the Press, hosted at Altman Studios in Brentwood, California. In the show, we highlight members and organizations of the community that we think deserve your attention. If there's a story, we're going to cover it so that you, our listeners, are both informed and entertained. Not everything stated in this podcast is supported by or reflects the beliefs of the press. If you have something to say, let us know through Twitter or Instagram at PressClockedIn or on Facebook at ThePress.net. This is your host, Caitlin Gleason, clocking in. So for the story of the day, it is time again for another special segment of Fifth Feature, where every five episodes I find a local business or entrepreneur to feature on our podcast. This week, we get to talk to Shelly Tweedy, the owner of The Craft Room here in Brentwood. Before we bring her on to the show, however, let's go over the top stories of the week. The East Bay Regional Park District received the Global Citizen Award by the United Nations Association, East Bay, and Silicon Valley chapters during a virtual ceremony on October 24th. The award recognizes the Park District's leadership role in providing essential services during the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as their alignment with the UN 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which, in part, tackle poverty, inequality, climate change, environmental degradation, peace, and justice. In 2015, the United Nations adopted the 17 Sustainable Development Goals as a roadmap to build a world that is more equitable, inclusive, safe, and sustainable for all peoples, according to the organization. Since the Park District's founding in 1934, the district has enhanced the quality of life for residents in the East Bay as well as for the natural environment and wildlife. Next, the City of Antioch has launched an app-based rewards program for consumers that encourages shopping at local small businesses. The program, through the Open Rewards app, will allow consumers to earn 5% rewards when spending at participating small businesses in Antioch. Consumers can sign up now by downloading the app on Apple Store and Google Play and create a profile. Rewards can be used at participating small businesses. A list of small businesses are displayed on the app. Currently, 45 businesses are signed up to participate in the Open Rewards app, and the city is looking for more. The program is free for businesses to participate. Next, a single-story home was heavily damaged in a fire in the 3700 block of Concord Avenue in Brentwood Monday morning, October 25th. East Contra Costa Fire Protection crews, with assistance from the neighboring Contra Costa County Fire Protection District, were able to get the blaze under control in about an hour. The ECCFPD has confirmed one person died in the fire. No other information on the identity of the person killed in the fire has been released. Lastly, the Antioch Police Department will partner with the Department of Justice to develop police reform strategies in an effort to make local residents feel safer. The partnership was announced during a joint press conference held by Mayor Lamar Thorpe and Interim Police Chief Tony Moorfield on October 21st that was live-streamed on the mayor's Facebook page. The Antioch City Council has explored potential reform in the past, including a vote at its August 24th meeting to partner with law enforcement and the Police Oversight Committee in developing a policy that protects people from physical restraints or other maneuvers that could lead to potential asphyxia. Antioch is one of only 10 cities nationwide and the only one in California selected to participate in the DOJ 2021 National Public Safety Partnership, a program designed to provide training and resources to local law enforcement agencies while assessing the needs of the specific community to find the best strategies to address violent crime. The partnership began in 2014 as the Violence Reduction Network and included Oakland as part of the pilot program before rolling out the current model in 2017. Cities that participate agree to a three-year commitment that includes an annual summit on violent crime and an audit of existing department policies to develop and modernize approaches to better serve the community. Those were the top weekly stories. Let's get back to the main topic. Here with me today is entrepreneur Shelley Tweedy. 
Hi, Shelly. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on. So how long have you lived in Brentwood or East Contra Costa County? I've been in Brentwood for six wonderful years. I love mm-hmm. it here. Okay. Where'd you live before that? Newark, Livermore, Long Beach. Okay. So you went to a few places. <laughs> yeah. And I love Brentwood. Brentwood's my favorite. Before you opened the craft room, what did you do for a living? I was actually in banking for about 10 years. Did not have a passion for mm-hmm. banking, but I will say that it it taught me a few things that I do carry in my job now. Good customer service. I love the operations of running my branch. So I was able to carry that over to what I do now, but I definitely love what I'm mm-hmm. doing more. Is the craft room your full-time job right now? Yes. Tell me about your inspiration for the craft room. What made you decide to kind of take the leap and open up the business and go from banking to working in the crafts? It was really our community. Mm -hmm. I felt like there was a void for things to do just for you and your family. So whether it's you want a night out with your girlfriends or Mm -hmm. you're looking for a place to have your child's birthday party, I felt like I could bring something different. Mm -hmm. So like an all-inclusive creative space was kind of the idea that you were going for. Yes. And when did you start up? February of 2019. So it hasn't been right before the pandemic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did you keep it afloat during the pandemic? Like, did you do a lot of like YouTube tutorials or what was that like? I did. And I really feel like I didn't do it. It was the community. I I have to go back to we live in Brentwood, the best town ever. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of kit sales. I had a couple retail shops. Um, I had people buy custom pieces. So Mm -hmm. I kind of just clawed my way through and kind of still feel like I am clawing at times, but I just love what I do. So I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the craft room more, Uh, what services it offers, popular programs that you have uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, there is really something for everybody. So I have a lot of string art nights. I have paint projects. We have cookie decorating cupcake decorating, charcuterie board design, flower arranging to create these beautiful floral centerpieces. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's really something for everybody. I even have other solopreneurs come in and teach whatever it is that Mm. they're good at. So I rent out the studio a lot to other makers, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that keeps the shop fun and fresh, and there's always something different happening. One program that I'm really proud of right now is my after-school craft club. Mm -hmm. So that's for kids. I really think of it like it's for the little Shellys out there who didn't play sports, didn't have an interest in sports. Mm -hmm. But the sketchbook was their favorite book. (laughs) Yeah, and just crafting and cutting and gluing and painting. And so um, I have those sessions Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I've had just the best time with those kids. I'm super lucky that I get to hang out with them every week. What's the age range for that after-school program? That's kindergarten and up throughout elementary school. When it comes to arts and crafts, a lot of people say that it can be really therapeutic and fun but is often way too expensive to maintain on like a regular basis. Like I used to love painting, but those canvases were super expensive. As a person who runs a business based on arts and crafts, what would your advice be to people who are trying to get into more creative hobbies but have trouble funding it? Well, actually, that's it's kind of funny because there is a saying in crafting mm-hmm. that, you know, you see something in the store and you're like, oh, I can make that. You could like buy the thing or it costs $92 to actually make yourself or to DIY. So DIY can get expensive. Mm-hmm. I would say 
try and it's not just me in town that has you know kind of cool art projects and crafts you know do sign up for a class Mm -hmm. see if you like that thing you know you don't have to commit fully to buying all the supplies for what you're thinking of getting into try it out first and see if you like it so I would say start with a class make it fun go with a friend so dip your toe in the water yeah absolutely in the pool yeah what is the hardest part of your job and on the flip side of that what is the part that you enjoy the most well easily what I enjoy the most is connecting with everybody that comes through those doors so Mm -hmm. whether it's the kids coming in and we just get to have fun and craft or it's the adults and having these meaningful conversations I really love it all Mm -hmm. as far as hard. I wouldn't say there's anything individually very hard, but when you package it all together and it's a one woman show, mm-hmm. that's where it can get challenging is I'm I'm in charge of everything. So we have we have the making and the website and the instructing. And so <laughs> when you put all that together, it's a hefty load, but individually there I would say there's not too many hard things about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're basically running like a one woman show. You're yes. having 10 different hats and you're doing That's all, right. all at once. I love all the hats. It's just a lot of hats. Right. You can only <laughs> keep so many balanced on your head. Yes. yes. <laughs> Do you find some types of arts and crafts are easier or harder to teach to your customers? Hmm, that's a good question. I really try to come up with projects that I know you will leave loving. Mm-hmm. So I don't try to come up with things that are hard because I want you to love what you've created. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, I'm not letting you leave until you love it. So mm-hmm. I can help or typically you need a little bit more help with the string art versus the paint projects. So what are some of like your favorite projects that like you've kind of made or taught other people to well, make or st- seen other people make? Yeah, string art is my jam. So mm-hmm. if you've been in there, you've seen a lot of my projects. And that is actually where I got my start. So I saw string art online, thought, oh, I'm going to try it. And then turned a hobby into creating custom pieces for my friends and family. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that, you know, craft nights were a thing. Mm -hmm. And so before I actually opened the shop, I did mobile parties to where Mm -hmm. you'd invite me to your home and I'd instruct a class for you and your friends. Oh, So yeah, that kind of like led me into opening the shop. Um, Yeah. So not that I don't know what string art is, oh, but yeah. for, for, for Brian, the technician, yes. what, can you tell him what string art is? Okay, so you have a piece of wood <laughs> <laughs> and then you hammer in the nails and it's in the shape of a certain design and then you fill it in with string. So instead of like coloring in a picture with a crayon, mm-hmm. you are stringing it in and it's just a really cool, unique piece of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's something different. How long does a project like that normally like take to do? Because you said you were making them and giving them to people and then selling them. So, so how long does a nor- like one string art project take? For me, I can I can do them pretty quick. A mm. class, let's say you were to come in for a class, it's a two hour class, and that gives you like enough time to hang out, chit chat, enjoy your two hours. For me, I can probably do quite a few in two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We talked about your after school program. And as we were talking about that, I was reminded of the memorial cards that you did. So if I remember this correctly, you hosted an event to have memorial cards being sent to the family of Sergeant Nicole Gee, who was one of the 13 soldiers who died in Afghanistan. Tell me a little bit how you ended up getting involved in that. Well, actually, so I work closely with Brianna from the Speakeasy Baking Company, and Mm -hmm. that was her project, so I can't take any credit for it. Mm. She definitely put it all together. She has a really big heart. She just asked if I 
would mind having it at the shop. And of course, I'm always down to help for a great project Mm -hmm. and something that I wanted the whole community to be involved in. So I just kind of volunteered my space, Mm -hmm. but I was definitely happy to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Brianna's awesome for putting that together. Yeah, that sounds like a really wonderful program that you did. I really appreciate you coming out here today. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Of course. I can't wait to find out what other projects you do. (laughs) Well, that's it for today's episode of Clocked In with the Press. And I thank all of you for choosing to stop and listen to it. What are your thoughts? Do you have any creative hobbies that you have started up this year? And what are some classes that you would like to take at the craft room? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram at PressClockedIn or on Facebook at ThePress.net. You can also stay up to date on the latest East Contra Costa County happenings at www.thepress.net. This is your host, Caitlin Gleason, clocking out.